What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Men of Pod. I'm your host, Josh Lyles, here as always with my buddies. Are you guys my friends? <laughs> Once a month and on Thursdays. That's Sounds good. good. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's more. That's Hunter Cox. He's my friend on Thursdays. Randy Green, Josh Green, they're brothers. They don't have a choice. That's right. <laughs> About being brothers. <laughs> yeah. They're friends from the womb. You know what I'm saying? They shared a womb and a room growing up, and so... <laughs> Did you guys? Did you guys didn't share a room. No, for real. No. Never in your whole childhood. What's What's the age difference? Three years. So I mean, I feel like that's close well, enough. We always had a three bedroom house. Oh, right. big flex, bro. So, From what yeah. I remember, like, well, some of those are trailer houses. There's a master on one bedroom <laughs> and two, two bedrooms bedroom. on the other yeah. side. Yeah. So we just always had our own bedroom. That's cool. And we did share the same womb, but not at the same time. So to clarify that, we're not twins. Not also, I might be adopted. Y'all, y'all have seen me, so yes. Dude, no, maybe no we joke. didn't share the same womb. True that, story. I, I, when I when I first met you was a long time ago in college, and uh, we'd known each other for a few months, and then you're like, "Hey, let's let's go let's go to Snyder, let's visit home." And I was like, "Okay, that's cool." And so we walk in, and your mom is the has the countryest accent, the nicest. Palest lady I've ever seen yeah. in my what life. Why is it, it ghost? I was about to say, what were yeah. you going to say? So, so I was just trying to, uh, you know. Sorry, Mom, that Josh is being mean to you. I know no, you're no, no. She's fantastic. And um, so I'm like, wow, his his dad must be a really dark Hispanic man. And he walks yeah. in and, and, you know. He was just as white, you know. Just a little tanned, a little sun-kissed, but a yep. uh, white guy. So He's one... 128th Cherokee. Really? I, I don't know. I'm probably. Everybody is, right? Uh, it's been a long time. I mean, I know typically we try to do a month at a time, but it's been just a little bit longer than that. I can't even remember what's happened since the last time we've been together. COVID came back. <laughs> it it, it kind of did. did. Yeah. Flared Nobody up. seems to care this time. I've been flare up. <laughs> I've been wearing a mask for the last uh, three weeks, so you know, is that no uh, for real? Anything interesting going on with you guys? felt like there were a couple things for me there's nothing interesting it's just my favorite time of year so for me the big thing is football has started back up oh, right yeah. so i mean i have a son playing on varsity football which is awesome uh and then you know saturdays sundays mondays thursdays you know uh big cowboy fan we just happened to be recording this mm. after a very terrible loss it was tough to the arizona cardinals yep uh so um but you know, it's still early. We're good. Uh, but, yeah, for me, it's like football on the brain, man, right now. Yeah. I had almost two perfect sports weekends in a row. So this past weekend, the only the only team that I like that didn't win were the Cowboys. I'm a big Longhorns fan. No divisive people hate the Longhorns. They looked really good. They looked championship level. Mm-hmm. Like, they look like they may be. Now, they're going to get beat, I'm sure. They won't make it because we're the laughing stock of college football most years, but it's fun while it lasted against Baylor, especially, you know. Who are they going to lose to? What's your prediction? Who do they lose to? I don't know. Man, Kansas is going to be tough this week, I think. Kansas mm. looked Kansas look pretty good. I think they play Tech on Thanksgiving, mm. which uh, Morton will have some time to get right and be ready to go. Figure out how to not overthrow people in the end zone. Upset of the year coming Thanksgiving Day. Mark it down right here, right now. That's the only game I want to win as a Longhorns fan. <laughs> because of the Big 12 commission, yeah. right? Yep, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's funny Maybe because... You kind of jinxed us with that. No love to OU, though? They're looking pretty stout this year. Oh, dude. They, I mean, they've played the... Well, they 
culinary school of the blind and deaf, you know. <laughs> <laughs> guys are now chopping their own fingers off because they can't carry it. They're trying to catch the football. You know what I mean? Self-harmon like, so Institute technology. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite the same. Not quite the same. But, yeah, football season's roaring. Um, it's, it's a foreign time for me because it is football season, but, but football is competing now for, with, with my first love. Sports wise, oh. <laughs> uh, that is still not guys. Yes, we've learned that. Finally, we, we switched the, over. Yes. now oh. now it's on Lyles. Now, yes, we passed off the torch. All right, give me a G, give me an O, give me a D. I love God. Right? Okay, so I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Me too. Sports wise, I'm talking uh, the Rangers. Man, they're they're looking good again. They went through a little slump, but. Uh, Man, slump and then right back, right back in it. I think I, think I did you a solid because I wasn't watching the Rangers much, and then I started watching them quite a bit, and it went way downhill. Uh, and so then I quit watching them, and now they're kind of back on the upswing, gotten some guys back from injury and all that. And so uh, I'm just going to continue to do my part and not watch the Rangers, so they will continue to succeed. I appreciate I, that. I vaguely remember. I think you did this last year too. Probably you started watching them. I'm a fair yeah. weather Ranger fan. Yeah, it's fine. So, yeah, it's all right. I'm an October baseball fan. That's it. Yeah. Once October hits, I'll watch it. That was your sport, though, in high school, right? I mean, yeah. that's what you played? Mm-hmm. Did you play it? I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're Pretty an Pretty successfully, like might I add. Were you on a state championship team? No, oh. I was not. I was mm-hmm. an uh, eighth grader whenever they went to state. I could have been a chicken fry, man. Just riding the bus. <laughs> <laughs> a chicken? You never heard of that? Like no, a chicken fry? Uh-uh. You just ride the bus and eat a chicken fry after the game. Mm. Yeah, okay. Green, what about you? Anything? Uh, Just loving all the, the ball sports we're talking about here. This is fun. <laughs> I see you Just out kidding, there. guys. It's fine. It's I like sports. Aired up and I drive, I drive down. I'm not sure what this street turns into, but the one in front of Hunter's house here, it turns into something. Listen, I'm, I'm tell everybody Houston and turns into yeah. El Paso. <laughs> Excuse me? Right? No, call. No. I don't know. Street. But you might want to edit all this out so Hunter doesn't get murdered in the middle of the night. <laughs> From it's, one of our crazed Houston fans, and it goes to thirty seventh. Yeah, when my you go, mom's going to come go, two blocks over here and pay him a visit. <laughs> when you All go the way, north, I relate that thirty seventh Street Church of Christ is the whole road. Anyways, neither here nor there. I drive down this road sometimes, and as I'm going to my house down this road, I see Josh out there coaching soccer. I don't know enough about soccer to be the coach, but it's one of those things where there's just nobody else. I've literally we dropped a three zero lead in two Saturdays in a row and lost both of our games. <clears> so. Whatever that makes me. Terrible. It's fine. But you know what? You're present. Something like that. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. We're having fun. Yep. That's all that matters. I mean, right? So, um, I got ducked the other day. <laughs> it's a Jeep thing. Yeah. I don't I don't really have, like, a nice Jeep. Like, it's nice, but it's not like one that turns heads, you know what I mean? Uh, or one that even people wave at. So there's this Jeep this Jeep thing, you know, uh, where you drive down the road and you see somebody else in a Jeep, you're supposed to wave at them. You guys never heard that? Sounds it, cool. It doesn't happen when people drive trucks. It's just Jeeps, right? And so... Um, I don't for really real, even... for real. Do y'all know that like, there's like a cult thing with Jeeps? Oh yeah. Like if you like Jeeps, like you love Jeeps. Yeah. And then everybody else is just so my daughter not has in a the compass, yeah, no. and she did fill me in on her little animal or something that she found. Is that something right? Yeah. So like on the ones that are kind of fruity Jeeps, yeah. you know, like What's the, for my daughter. Comp- so, no, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. like the yeah. compass and the whatever trail Wagoneer. hawk or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like they'll put like these little decals on there, and you can yeah. find like, so like a gecko or something. Or yeah, gecko, yeah. Mine is an O3, so it's been around for a little while, but it's an old Jeep Wrangler, and, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the ones that people try to. So you don't get a little. Whatever. It's seasoned. You don't get a little animal. Mm-hmm. No, that was. I think. I think the animal is past 
mine. You know, or mine is pre-animal. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't know. I do see some nice Jeeps drive around town, though. Yeah. Some nice ones. And, and mm-hmm. so kind of the, the little, there's this little subculture where if, if somebody likes your Jeep, they travel around with these little bitty, little bitty miniature rubber duckies, and they will put it on your door or your wind, windshield or whatever. Uh, it's the first time I've been ducked in quite some time, ever, really. Uh, so that was cool. Do you ever roll up That's your windows? Cool. I never see you in your Jeep <laughs> with your Jeep. Hey, tell us this. Yeah, you your okay. windows. All right. So, um, you know, it's been it's been a long time since it's rained here, um, but it, it rained here just a little bit ago. Um, man, it was a busy weekend, and we were supposed to go out of town to a little birthday party in in um, the town next next to us. About a forty five minute drive. We run a little bit late. My wife comes in and she's like, "Hey, did you leave your windows down all night long?" I was like, "Uh, yep." But it rained. Judging by the floorboard of my Jeep, about three inches, because <laughs> that's how much water was in there. And so made us late to the party. I actually stayed home. I had to clean out my Jeep. The great thing about it, I mean, they're designed for that, you know, so I just ripped yeah. the carpet out, vacuumed it all up, and uh, she's In your goat. defense, it's a pretty safe bet around here to leave your windows rolled down. Dude, I, I mean, mean, we haven't had rain generally forever. not an issue. Yeah. I mean, yeah. months, right? It's been, it's been yeah. months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now the mosquitoes came back because yeah. we got one rain. Like, thank no God joke. for the rain, but, dude, it's been, like, crazy. Can't even step foot outside. Yeah, no, there are mosquitoes everywhere. Uh, actually, tonight we're, we're recording outside because it's September, the last part of September, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's seasonable weather, which means it's it was 88 today. Yep. That's great. A lot of other places are just like 60 or whatever. Yeah, it's still a little high, but it is nice. Yeah, for it's us. much much better. Last yeah. weekend it was 100, 100 degrees. It's enjoyable. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, the other thing that happened to me, I, I went kayaking. You guys ever been kayaking? You guys do any yakking? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yakety yak. Uh, we, uh, my in-laws take their grandkids every year to um, South Llano River State Park in Junction. And so I was one of the adult chaperones on that trip. It was wild. There were 10 kids and four adults. It was wild. I purposely stayed home. Yeah. He was gone. I burned one of my weekends off uh, from work and, and went. And it was, it was fun. I mean, it was fun. But there was a lot of kids. It's relaxing. But crazy all at the same time. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not. It's not like stuff like that's a different kind of relaxing. Like it's fun, but like it's not restful necessarily. They call it active leisure. Active leisure is what it was, and even the passive parts weren't super passive. Uh, I was really looking forward to um, you know it's injunction. I was looking forward to Lum's barbecue. I've heard a lot about that from Josh. Very disappointed. Oh, in it's my the- defense, though, you did say you loved the turkey, and that's what I loved at Lums was the turkey. The turkey was good. It, it, you know, Lums is a top fifty in the state, um, and and which, Lord knows how many barbecue joints we got. Oh, Probably four hundred, five hundred, and so it's a top fifty. So I was expecting really great things, and it just didn't deliver. You know, like on the brisket, like the main ones, brisket and. Size, is there Coopers in Lano too? Mm-hmm. Cooper's, Cooper's is in Lano. But they have like a junction. branch. Oh, junction. They <laughs> have a branch. They have a branch in junction. It's so too. condescending the way so you said that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't they have a branch? All right, little buddy. They Let do. me educate yeah. right there when you're coming in. So, on so f- interesting thing. It, it's not the same Cooper's. Yeah. It, oh, it is, okay. it is. I thought it was a branch. Cooper's, but it's not the same. They have a branch of that same Cooper's in New Braunfels. Oh. So it's not. The yeah, so, no. so that's the same one. So that's it's not the old school pit Cooper's pit barbecue, like where you go and pick your stuff off the. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? No, yeah, because no. that's the original. Like yeah. you go get your meat right off the pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Central Texas style, yeah. kind of yeah. is, is what that is. And I just went to good. Cooper's in Lano and honestly was not overly impressed. I not that like it was bad. It just 
there's all this hype. It's in the song. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. So, so I, I feel okay. like it's one of those OG barbecue joints in Texas. So, like the fifty, the top fifty list came out a long time ago, and it was one of the original top fifty, top ten, whatever. And then, man, it's just barbecue is just it's it's a science now, you know. Mm-hmm. And everybody can do it. And you got all these places popping up. I mean, in Fort Worth, there's a great barbecue joint around every corner. And so it's not quite what it was, um, but that's kind of where I fell in love with barbecue, and it's a good place. So just it has, out of curiosity, you said it's in the top fifty. Do you have any idea what the number one barbecue? Well, doesn't it's it change every year now? Like, so it used there's to be one Franklin's in for a long time. There's one in Lubbock that's very high. Evie Mays. Yeah. yeah, I've never had it, but I've heard it's. I've phenomenal. had it once and it was good, really good. So number one is um, the name escapes me. It's in Fort Worth. It's called um, Top Ten in Texas. Uh, this is two uh, twenty twenty one. Um, uh, you know they do it every every four years, and so uh, we're kind of in no that. man's land right right now. Uh, top ten is Panther City in Fort Worth. Uh, nine is Snows in Lexington. So so the last time this list was released, Snows was number one. Um, and the crazy thing about that is it's it's kind of that pit style barbecue, Central Texas barbecue, and the pit master uh, is um, Tootsie. Tominets or Tomates or whatever, but she's an eighty-year-old mm-hmm. lady. Tootsie Tominet, Tominet, Tominets. All right, say that. And she's eighty. She's eighty-six. So, <laughs> like anyways, they're, they're number they're number nine. Uh, Evie Mays in Wolferth, uh, yeah, which is which yeah, is in the United Supermarket there in, in Lubbock, kind of in that area. Um, that's eight. Seven is Franklin's, which they spent some time at number one for a long time. They're kind of. The big deal. Where's um, Franklin's at? That's in Austin. That's the one in that's Austin. One in Austin. Okay. People yeah. will wait hours and hours yeah. and hours there. Yeah. No uh, Cadillac Barbecue, Cadillac in Dallas. Um, they're only open like two days a week. They're six. Uh, Leroy and Lewis in Austin is five. Number four is the Burnt Bean in Seguin. Um, number three <laughs> is is Truth Barbecue in Houston. Uh, number two is Interstellar Barbecue in Austin. And then number one um, is Goldie's Barbecue in uh fort worth it's actually kind of like outside of fort worth but anyways that's the list and of all those places i don't think i've eaten at one of them yeah i I was gonna ask you if you've ever eaten at franklin's because that's like the never have been in in austin a couple times but never i love good food but if i gotta wait around in a line around the corner i'm out i'm not gonna wait three hours for brisket it's a long time and so um i feel like i feel like people have are very opinionated about barbecue Josh was opinionated a lot about. Well, uh, it's like it's like wine or something. Like when you become an like aficionado, it's like you can taste all these differences. Like if I'm being straight, brisket tastes like brisket. Yeah, and Lyle's completely disagrees with me, and I'm fine with that. I've just never tasted one that was so much better than another one that I had to have. Like, it t- yeah. honestly, if we go to a barbecue place, I'm getting turkey anyways. I will say, if there's a good protein. bark on it, like peppered to the max, dude. It's that's a game changer. I don't like a lot of fat on brisket either. I'm not. A, I like the I lean like, side. I like yeah. lean. Yeah. Hunter, you have anything? Uh, I got in an ice bath for the first time. With, That's nice. Uh, not with Josh Green, but at <laughs> Josh Green's house. <laughs> that was pretty intense. It's 54 degrees. That was the first, uh, the hardest three minutes of my life. I'm trying like, to breathe. Sounded like you were in Lamaze class. <laughs> Dude, I, I could not breathe for the first at least 20 seconds. Yeah. And it's on video. But then it felt it. good. It, oh, it felt phenomenal. Yeah. Then the you get out. first 30 to Dude, 45 seconds, you're catching your breath, but then you calm down and it feels pretty good. Yeah. No. Felt great. I didn't make it through the workout, but it's fine. Fine, you know, 
It's kind of like the. I think what we've learned is that <laughs> Hunter doesn't drink enough right. water. Therefore, he's dehydrated. Therefore, if he does something that gets his heart rate up, it, it makes him nauseous and he can't, like. I think it's a buildup of lactic acid after mm-hmm. my, my Google research from WebMD. Intensity's too hard, too fast. You know what WebMD stands for? I know. Misdiagnosis. Yeah. <laughs> I just made probably, that up. Yeah. Actually, I no, probably, probably didn't. I probably heard it a long time ago, but that's what I feel like. Yeah, no, is. It, it makes is. me go crazy. Crazy. Because when we maxed out, I was good. I thought about that. You know, when we were, well. Yeah, I'm, that was just. But that's I think slow. When, I think when your heart rate gets up for an extended period of time. So like at Guadalupe, that first yeah. quarter mile is like, steps. It's like, cranking. It's, that's tough. Probably longer than a quarter mile. Like, it's a long ways of just. Yeah, I made it steps. like three quarters of a mile, right up the whole mountain. Yeah, you know, like probably. almost the whole time. We'll give you the whole mile. Yeah, we'll you get it. No, like almost to the top. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one four fifth. miles <laughs> top of the switchbacks. <laughs> that was it. All right, so you guys. But later. it's almost like when the heart rate gets up, that's when you get nauseous. Yeah, that and uh, finalized Carter's adoption. Hey, uh, congratulations! Uh, Wednesday, your dad. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, so in be list final, of priority, final. the cold plunge was more important than that. Oh, God. Here we go with the priorities oh, again. It's fine. Jeez. It got roasted to, what was the last podcast? Like every podcast. You have to do a podcast. Yeah, on pretty much everyone. Pro- yeah, it's because of you. prioritization. Every Thursday, I try to talk and you interrupt. <laughs> and then you roast me on the pod. No one knows who you're talking to right now. We can't see you. Lyles, I'm looking at you directly in the eyes. Hey, listen, uh, speaking of every podcast, you, do, you, you guys realize this is a milestone podcast for us, right? Is it? This is this is number 12. This is episode number 12. That means we've been doing it for a year. That's great. Nice. I got a phone call the other day from somebody, last night actually, from somebody who's been catching up, and, and uh, the question was... Athletic Greens? No. <laughs> it was a young man. I answered my phone and said hello, and he said... Hey, what kind of pen are you carrying in your pocket? And I was like, oh, bro, I've arrived. I've arrived. And so we talked for one about five day, minutes. One day somebody's going to buy you a Mont Blanc and present it to you, dude. Dude, I can me. only wish. They're expensive. But they're gonna, so it's pretty. show up on your doorstep from an Amazon package, and it's just going to be written for Josh Lyles. They're going to have to take it and write it in the Mont Blanc oh. pen, put it in the box, tape it up, and send it. What if they have terrible handwriting, though? <laughs> Well, they ruined it because it's so <laughs> yeah. bad. Like, what does it say? Yeah, I would probably just never use it. Uh, just look at it all the time. So, anyways, people have opinions about pins. You know, people have opinions about everything. I had a coach in high school one time. Uh, he's actually kind of a jerk, but he told us uh, <laughs> something to the effect of, like, uh, opinions are like uh, belly buttons. Oh. They're full of lint or something. Nope. <laughs> it was something like that. <laughs> he just told us that everybody's got opinions. And, and what I've learned is that everybody is opinionated um and and sometimes we're kind of on an island right let's talk about some unpopular opinions and i have a list and and maybe we can agree with some of these these are are, are some some popular unpopular opinions which i guess would just make them regular opinions but I, i feel like people are are um these are polarizing statements for instance the show friends is overrated you guys feel like that's that was actually one of the ones i was going to bring up oh is it Uh, yeah so i agree with that 100 Mm -hmm. percent. do you don't think it's funny at all or you just think it's overrated i don't think it's funny it's kind of similar to that other show like king of queens yeah right yeah right i'm kidding king of queens i'm kidding aired 25 years ago today it's the anniversary 25 years ago today yeah i have never so not to jump ahead but my unpopular opinions 
one of, and again, <clears throat> I understand I'm wrong on these, but it was about these television shows and a movie. Uh, well, maybe we'll, we'll get to it in a minute. Okay. I don't want to we'll steal go, your thunder. I think it. I might go have already it. had. No, it's but. okay. It's okay. But I so, agree with that, though. Friends is not funny. I guess. I guess if the if it's overrated, I can see that. I watched Friends. I thought it was funny. I don't necessarily want to watch it again. So, yeah. Yeah. are you the kind of guy that wears a shirt that says "Pivot"? No, but I think that's a funny part. <laughs> It was a pretty funny scene. And it is funny when you're moving people to say pivot. <laughs> Some people say I, I look like Chandler. Do you see that? In his drug Before or after drugs. Drugs. What about this? Road trips are better to get to a place than, than a plane. Like, hey, we're going to go to Colorado. Let's, let's, let's get in the car and let's take a road trip. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Depends on who you're with, but I, sometimes road trips the best. Yeah, like sometimes the best memories on the trip are that just the car ride there. Yeah, uh, I'm full road trip. Yeah. I don't mind drive time. It's good. I think my I drive a lot right now, so I mean I, I get some of that out of my system, and so um, yeah, it just depends for me. What about? Uh, Here's an unpopular opinion. Hot dogs are better than hamburgers. Any of you guys feel like that's no. true? God, that, no, negative. that is false. Even the all-beef hot dogs? That's like a illegal four-year-old that has that opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no adults have that opinion. That you know, this is an bad. unpopular opinion around this table. The the juice off a raw uh, like hot dog is good. No, it's not, Josh Lyle. It's God, disgusting. Lady. Quit licking that those. That is nasty. I'm never eating a hot dog at your house, ever. <laughs> Why? Because you've marinated it with your lips. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him do it. It's disgusting. Listen, at this point in my life, it's for shock factor, but I do like that taste. Shock factor. What does it like, taste like? Is it like just salty water? Or yeah, what is man, it? It's That's just all it is. Water. It tasted so good that uh, Fred Durst wrote a song about it. A whole record. Didn't he? <laughs> What's his name? Is that Limp Biscuit? Yeah, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Hot dog water. I don't even know the song. I was like, that guy likes it. Yeah. That, I think yeah. he's talking about boiling. He's probably talking about something else, but I think that's boiled water that you drink. But I'm, I'm yeah. talking the juice. Man, I'm so like you open I'm the pa- You open right the package oh, and just turn no, it up. No, what he does is he takes a, uh, a hot dog wiener, <laughs> he'll literally slurp it, and then put it on the grill. Bro. To just yours, right? You're not doing it to everybody's. Like <laughs> oh no! Like, I don't think he does ever, like he really just does it for yeah. shock factor. But he, yeah. he, I've seen him do it. I will yeah. do it to everybody's. It is shock. It's an wow. option. It's like on hamburgers. You like cheese or no cheese on hot dogs? It's like slurp or no slurp. <laughs> I'll do it. Not the same. <laughs> Not the same thing. Doesn't correlate. Uh-uh. Anyways, I like hot dog juice. All right, it's good. It's salty and it tastes. It has a hint of hot dog in it. Uh, what about this? Uh, Apple Music is better than Spotify. Mm-mm. No, nope. I forgot that Apple Music was even a thing. I, say, yeah. I can't say, but I use Spotify for yeah. sure. I've never used Apple Music, but there's a lot of people who seem to love it. I've never even like. How could it be that much different? It. Yeah, but it's kind of I mean, like it's it's the iPhone Android Android deal. If you started out who's Andrew on, uh, Android, uh, <laughs> God, there he goes again, man. Last Thursday you did it all lunch. Today you're doing it again. <laughs> you know we, we, we we've been working a wrestle tonight. We were, yeah. But you covered up your mud pit, so you can't do that. Night's not over. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, no, you're right. Apple and Android. It's like iPhone. Whatever you commit to first. Yeah, you just kind of ride with it. Maybe so. So I agree with that 100. I'm an iPhone. I mean, our whole family's in the the Apple ecosystem, and I'm still a Spotify guy. If there was Mm -hmm. a way to import all my Spotify stuff into Apple Music, which there might be, that would make the decision a little easier. But like, 
I don't want to go through and remake all those playlists. Yeah. Mm. It's annoying. Yeah. There are some Apple exclusive artists, too. And I don't like that. I, I feel like that's kind of obnoxious. Anyways, uh, what about this? I would may you be alone switch if, if Garth Brooks would be on Apple Music? Garth Brooks is on Apple Music. Oh, he's not on Spotify. Not on Spotify. Oh, so he's one of the exclusive ones. Because a long here's time he's a, been Here's something that hurt my heart. So I, I grew up on Garth Brooks. Okay, like it was, you know, from his, his first... Um, hey, dude, sometimes... God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Unanswered prayers, yeah, that's right. That's a good song, and I remember um, remember singing that a lot when I was a kid. Uh, literally, like he was he was my number one go to country music guy. Someone said this the other day. He was the gateway to pop country. Yes, I agree with that. I can see that, and that hurt my heart because I don't yep. like pop country. Yeah, I feel like um, Florida Georgia Line was born from him. Something like that. Is it yeah. an unpopular opinion that George Strait is better than Garth Brooks? That's not an Ooh. unpopular opinion. That used to be with me, but now I feel like because I, I think I'm some people camp. would argue. That yeah. Garth's better. I used to I used to be that way, and and you know, me and Lyles have talked about this yeah. numerous times. Yeah, and I was always in the other camp. Yeah, and then someone's like, you know, Garth Brooks was the gateway, and it was like Garth Brooks to Toby Keith to everybody else. Yeah. Toby Keith had a couple of good songs, and then it was like the new country music today is gar it's so bad. Dude. So Dude, I was in a hearty the day when I walked in your office. <laughs> Come on, that's you, <laughs> Sam Hunt. <laughs> I'll hop into Josh's truck. He's like, listen to this, and it's Morgan Wallen. Or <laughs> I do play stuff sometimes for Josh. Hey, Morgan's just, pretty decent. He's well, sometimes okay. it's just like I just want to see Josh be disappointed and shake his head. So I'll, but I'll, like, laugh. I would not put him in the category of country music though. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not. Uh, what about this one? Aaron Rodgers would be fun to hang out with. That's an unpopular opinion, I think. But I think, I, I think it would be. Yeah, be awesome. I may, yeah. I may like he's that. He's got weird movie. opinions on everything. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Be great, interesting dude. I think so too. Yeah. Um, mayonnaise is the best condiment. Uh, I don't know that I've ever ranked my condiments. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I mustard like mayonnaise, all day, baby. I uh, mustard used better. Mustard. mustard. Yeah. Let's go. So this is annoying, but. I used to eat mayonnaise, and then I, I logged it in my fitness pal and realized it was just straight fat. I had no idea. And then I logged that and saw, like, how much fat content it was, oh. and then I gave it up immediately. Like, I will never choose it. Lauren so. used to eat mayonnaise sandwiches, like bread and mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah, sink that in. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's Let that, that sink in. <laughs> All right, what about this one? This is this is definitely an unpopular opinion, I think, but but there was something I read online. They said that, that bacon is overrated. They feel like it's just this big wave of popularity. People just want to be cool. I'm like, bro, bacon is fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so good. It's fine. What? Whoa. It tastes like bacon. Well, I think that's it's the fine. Yeah, it improves everything. Yeah. You put it on a burger, immediately better. <laughs> put sure. it on a salad, better. Sure, but if I didn't have the bacon, I wouldn't. I wouldn't miss it. Oh god, huh? Interesting. That is not what I expected. Yeah, interesting. It's 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 like to me, it's like average. It's for me, it's like guacamole. I don't know what the rage is about, dude. I could n- never like nothing. It's okay. No, it depends on the bacon too. If it's like soggy, <laughs> if it, or not soggy, but like undercooked a little bit, kind of chewy, chewy. Nah. Mm-mm. Okay. How about this crispy bacon? When you have breakfast, do you dip your bacon in the syrup? No. Gosh, oh, no. I do. That's the best. Oh part. yeah, Mm-mm. delicious. No, separate that the kind foods. of bacon. Separate best. the foods. Do you dip what? Your... Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're one of those so kind if of you guys? had pancakes and eggs and bacon, you would the separate. Syrup is all... not touching the eggs. What? No. Eggs with syrup is no. Man, you try no. try the syrup on the hash browns. That's where it's at. No, really? it's ketchup on the hash browns. Bro, you mix your food, you'd get up Guadalupe. I promise. 
Here, here's something I read. I think this, this probably is an unpopular opinion, especially at this table. Video games are worse than drugs when it comes to distracting and demotivating people from doing something with their life. Video games are worse than drugs when it comes to distracting and demotivating people doing something I don't something think I can say worse than. No. Me and Josh played Friday, and, and look we both had productive days. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm, just <laughs> I'm not going to super productive, but it was <laughs> decently productive. You lifted three weights. So? It's three more than you. That's right. That's you didn't true. get up. Yeah, you didn't. Even, you were a no-show. slept show. in, you no-show bum. <laughs> so, I don't think... I think the more so is the... Yeah. I disagree. Yeah. Hey, do y'all, do, remember, do y'all remember back in the day, though? And I don't know if you're all video gamers. I was a video gamer, and I remember hearing, like, you're never going to go anywhere with video games. They'll yeah. never get you anywhere in life. And now, like... I mean, there are people that make millions of dollars yeah, off of playing bank. video games all yeah. day. That's what Gary V says when he talks to parents. He says, "Be careful telling your kids what is not going to work, because if it does, like you know, what I'm saying, like you basically don't say something unless you're 100 percent sure, because you're going to lose credibility with your kids." Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Okay, what about this? New York City isn't that glamorous. <clears throat> Never been. Never Can't been. Comment. I don't really know that you're missing out on anything. Have you been to New York, John? I, I went, and, like, uh, the food was great, but, like, the conditions are gross. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, it's just constricted, and you, the, I mean, like the subway I'd rather go to the mountains. The subway just feels dirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the I'd way rather just be in the mountains and be able to see nature as opposed to tall buildings. Yeah, I'm with you. So more often than not, I'm alone in this camp. I think that eggnog is delicious. Ugh, <laughs> never had it. Mm-hmm. Never had it. Mm-hmm. I bet we'd be eggnog buddies. I probably like it. You I kind of like weird stuff. Hey, y'all can yeah. sip those little moose. Uh, yeah, those little yeah, moose. like on uh, yeah. National Anthem's Christmas, yeah, Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. Yeah. Uh, the last one I have here on this list that I saw online was was that that pickle juice tastes good. There are people who just drink pickle juice. Mm, Lord, you guys like pickle juice. So in the last two years, at two different times, I've like one of my kids has been dared to drink pickle juice. They chug it. And within thirty minutes, they vomit everywhere. Oh. It's pretty funny. Yeah, one of those happened on fun. that kayaking yeah. trip. Law witness that one. I kind of encouraged it. I was like, chug it, chug it. He chugged it, and he threw up. I challenged Tori a couple years ago. He chugged, like, it was probably 20 ounces straight. It was a lot. Ooh, that's a lot. And then about 20 minutes later, he's like, my stomach kind of hurts, and then he threw up. He was fine. So I'll I'll pick a um, pickle juice snow cone pretty much over any other kind. No. Yeah, I mean, like, there are no calories, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to worry about any kind of uh, empty calories. What's y'all's go-to snow cone? Uh, I'm embarrassed to say. (laughs) Do it. Mine is something that nobody ever gets. I get half banana, half cherry, and I think it's such a good combination. Yeah, it's gummy bears. I've never oh, heard of that. Gummy bears. I've yeah. never even tried that. At the place where I go, it's called Hello Kitty, <laughs> <laughs> and it's bubble gum and coconut, and it's do you, wonderful. Do you say oh, that? Good. Yes, dude. And also at the tea place, I had to get a Bahama Mama the other day. It was delicious. Too. So <laughs> nice. my two my two things of choice are Bahama Mamas and Hello Kitties. Nice. Uh, so that's a real treat to roll up the window and say that. That's great. It's from with nobody in the car for my wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine's funny. It's it's strawberries and cream, but I don't get the strawberry syrup. I don't get the syrup, the strawberry syrup. I just get the fresh. So what do you say at the window? Just heavy cream and strawberries. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just milk and strawberries, basically. No, it's just watered down milk and strawberries. It's phenomenal, though. That's like, the, that's like the time that my daughter went to the. She was ordering, and she's like, "I want a burger." And they said, "You want everything on it?" She said, "Yes, just no lettuce, no tomatoes, <laughs> no pickles." Same thing. I promise, if y'all go try, it's going to be like the Thousand Island and Crackers deal. You're going to love it. It was. Terrible. I've still uh, never tried that. So garbage. Yeah. 
unpopular opinion. So you said that you get... <laughs> I'm going to order a strawberries and cream snow cone without the syrup and without the ice. <laughs> no, no, put the ice in Can there, Can I have too. some strawberry milk, please? <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of like what it is. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, strawberries and milk. I mean, that's phenomenal. Yeah, no, it's good. Strawberries yeah. and cream. Yeah, it's good. Uh, okay, your personal unpopular opinions. What does that look like? Randy, I know. Yeah, so the ones I were going to say, the one that, and I realize it's unpopular. I get that. And it's not because I haven't tried to like these. I just have never been able to get into them. And I have tried. Uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. I've actually watched every bit of it. Didn't think it was that funny. Uh, I know. I know. Unpopular I know. for sure. Very. I've never seen it. Uh, Friends. Just, I think Joey's an idiot. I'm I think cool Ch- I think Chandler's sarcastic comments are just not that funny to me. And then Ross is an idiot, and I don't know. I just I just never enjoyed it. Never got into it. Uh, Star Wars oh. have never been able to get into those, and I've tried and tried and tried. And it wasn't originally on my list, but Harry Potter was another one that I actually I watched Harry like the Potter. first. Yeah, I watched the first like two or three movies. I'm not going to read the book, so I even recommend that. Um, that's why we have movies, so we don't have to read anymore. But uh, tried to watch those. Could not enjoy <laughs> yes. those either. Um, and I realize everybody, I feel like there's something wrong with me because everybody else seems to think they're awesome. But, again, I've given them a fair shake, I feel like. And I just. The and, movies only get better, though. So if you only watch the first three, you watch the worst three of the eight or however. Well, that's on them. Do you know yeah, that uh, the, the Warner Brothers symbol at the opening credits of each movie progressively gets darker and darker? Because yeah. the movies get progressively yes, darker and darker. Correct. So and by the better. eighth movie, you might like it. <laughs> I probably would. So I, I was I was a Harry Potter protester because I thought that they were just stupid or whatever. <laughs> went to London. And I've said this before, but they went shopping inside the platform nine and three quarters, and they were taking all these pictures. And I protested. I was like, I'm not going in there. Tons of people in there. Really huge tourist attraction. And then um, I was bored one time after I got back. I think it was pandemic-y. And I was like, I wonder... I wonder if it really is that bad. And it was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. I watched them. Still can't do Star Wars, though. Yeah. Can't do Star Wars. I was at lunch the other day by myself. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it's happened recently a couple times, which I, I capitalize on that. I'll, I'll go grab. It's not bad. Grab a quick bite to eat and then and then eat it in my office and watch some, uh, some Netflix. And I was watching Seinfeld, and I was like, man, I wanted to like it. I wanted to laugh. And I just felt like it was mediocre. Yeah. At best, I agree. You know. That's not to say they don't have moments. Sure, there are moments, but overall, yeah. I mean, the vast majority, not funny to me. Wings. Have you guys ever seen the show Wings? Mm-mm. Old show. Was that on it's USA back in nineteen? It was syndicated on USA. TV Land. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's it. That's it. Really, that's the show. That's the show. <laughs> so I pulled it up. On channel forty six on cable. Yeah, it's TV on TV Land. It's on Amazon <laughs> yeah. Prime, and I was watching some of it, and I was like, oh, "That's pretty funny." I, I picked yeah. that over Seinfeld. It tells you yeah. anything about what I think about Seinfeld. I know Josh, you're a big fan of that, so I did clown on it. So but everybody, everybody seems to love it, but me. I think it's funny. It's it's obviously like the setting is like older, so that's you got to take that into account, but. Dude, the storyline, it, it's so twisted, and it, there's all these callbacks, and I think that's yeah. cool writing. I think that's yeah. really cool. Oh, you know, I watched that, uh, the, they call it the Soup Nazi episode, yeah. you know? No soup for you. I don't think I cracked a <laughs> smile the entire time. I'm just like, I don't know. I You're like Keely in the movies? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when he would go pretty to comedy. Yep. I think that mm. one was popular because it was kind of based on a real dude, and it caused some problems, but that's not one of my favorite episodes. You like the Man Hands episode? Uh, is that about the woman with the man hands? Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. 
like if we talked about The Office, I would have a much better context. Yeah. Some of them, I don't, I don't know Seinfeld that well, but I, when I have watched it, I've enjoyed it. I think the funniest part of Seinfeld that I like is when George quit his job and then just went back. Yes, that's <laughs> that was pretty funny. You know, he quit his job and then you know he's freaking out about it. They're like, just go back in and pretend like it didn't happen. <laughs> and so he does. Yeah, word on the street that happened to somebody in college that I worked with at FedEx. He got fired and then just went back the next day and just kept working. Yeah. And then just, that's just me. Next. No, that's good. Green, what about you? What are, what are your unpopular opinions? So I said one earlier, I'm not a huge fan of guacamole, and I feel like everybody loves it, and it's on every menu, and it's on everything you order, and if you don't like it, you almost have to get it like specifically removed. And to me, that's annoying. Like it's Again, it's kind of like bacon. It's average. Like I don't think it, it helps a ton. Yeah. Ever, have you ever had avocado toast? Ooh, that's so basic. <laughs> it is very basic. So another one, too, like uh, I was good, looking though. through a couple. <laughs> Apparently it's an unpopular opinion that to like the mountains better than the beach, but I would pick mountains over beach any day. Oh, yeah. Right? Ten times yeah, out of Hollywood. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Yep. I almost said I feel ten like times the out of sand 11. on the beach is the worst part of the beach, and you can't really escape the sand because that's part of the beach. Yeah, right? it's stuck everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm also not a huge fan of stuff like like – Berries, like I don't really eat strawberries or any blueberries, blackberries. I don't eat, but also I don't really like pies, hmm. like pumpkin pie, pecan pie. I think pumpkin pie is incredibly overrated. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, there's I don't nothing know. pecan I, pie over pumpkin pie. Oh yeah, really. for sure. I don't even really like pecan pie, but for sure pumpkin pie is overrated. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a pie fan. I don't like cupcakes really. What I like to, I I like like to take the bottom mm-hmm. off a cupcake and put it on the top of the frosting and make a frosting sandwich. Like at Thanksgiving, though, like the pies aren't enticing to me at all. But if there's like cookies or brownies, bro, I'm in trouble. I don't, zero icing. If uh, my ideal cake, birthday cake, is a chocolate cake, no icing. Like maybe just what? like a little thin, thin layer. I do think you can have too much icing. Yeah. Like, a, oh, like on some of like the designer cupcakes, it's like more frosting than cake. I don't uh, like that. No. I yeah. just, minimal. Very minimal. Hunter, you have an unpopular opinion? Um, I don't like sloppy joes, but I think they're awful. Somebody asked me this week. They say, "Do you say sloppy joes or manwich?" Sloppy joes. I don't know if anybody. Manwich is a brand, isn't it? I guess I, I don't know if anybody, can. but that one person who asked me, uh, <laughs> who calls it manwich, so, sloppy joes and taco soup. I God, despise both of those things. Sloppy joe is the the dish, and manwich is the. Brand, brand, man, manwich, right? Because it's like yeah. a man sandwich. Those are two trash meals. <laughs> I think Saturday Night Live settled that for us with uh, Sloppy Joe. Yeah. Slop, sloppy Sandler Joe. and Farley took care of that so for us. Good. It's, good. Good. it's iconic. Uh, another one for me is I think all coffee should be hot. I think iced oh, coffee man. or cold coffee is disgusting. You're missing out, bro. Nah, no. it's good. Hot I black like coffee. That's all you need. I prefer hot, but I, I could drink cold. It's okay. Yeah, I like cold coffee. Nope. Cold, hot, warm, tepid. I'll do it all, baby. No shame. No shame. It's 824. It's about time for you to brew your last pot for the <laughs> yeah, day. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Talk uh, about water intake. So <laughs> drink heat takes it goes away with coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I was thinking about this and, and I know it could make some people mad. I don't really care. I feel like generally Taylor Swift is incredibly overrated. That's my unpopular opinion. And I know she has been on a tour and has sold probably hundreds of thousands of tickets to uh, what they call themselves, Swifties or something like that. I just, I feel like not super creative. She has some earworm songs, but like. Like which ones, Lyle? <laughs> me, me. That one? <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. That's popular now. I, I, pref- think about I prefer the country Taylor over the pop Taylor. I yeah. can tell you that. She went the way of Garth Brooks, you know? Yeah. But it's like, like you know, people are like, oh, she's such a good songwriter. She's got all these good songs. Like like Rick Astley had a good song, right? <laughs> the Rick Roll song. We, we sing that Never gonna give you 40 up, years after <laughs> it was written. So, so it's like, I don't, I don't want to hear that. I feel like she's kind of like, I don't know, maybe she should stop dating or something. You know what I mean? Well, she's all in the news again with Travis <sighs> Kelsey. Mm. There's a new trend going on that they're trying to say that she made him famous and it's like these sports fans are freaking out talking about how how awesome he is it's pretty funny to watch dude and that's the thing like like she just kind of like is 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 there you know what i mean yeah. I, josh you told me this the other day i didn't realize this this was just crazy what? um you told me that at this these concerts that there are grown women yes who wear diapers so they don't miss out on any of the songs yeah google it that's wild wow. I, Never I feel like once. I would do that if I was really committed to something, but like I don't know of an but like what or an like what experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I, can, I was trying to think. Like when you said that, I was like, I was like, I can't think of anything I would do that for. I can't. I mean, I can I can see the passion. Like if you really wanted something, like I'd be willing to do that. But I can't I can't think of anything that I'd be willing to do that for. But then at the moment where you have to commit to putting a dookie in your drawers. Well, just like, just like, well, for me, if I go out of town, I probably don't poop. My, I like walk I, up, I clench up, bro. Uh, but that's just like a racehorse. So unless you go to Barnes and Noble, pretty much smell. If you if I smell books, man, something just <laughs> activates, brother. Yeah. What's it, it, it? There's something to it. It's phenomenal. It's called what? What's it called? It's a Japanese term. It's like Ariko, the Mariko Aoki phenomenon. See, I said it. I know huh. that Mariko Aoki phenomenon. Thanks, when you Jamie. go to, when you go to you a bookstore. You have to you have to go to the bathroom. It's like you're relaxed. Huh. Anyways, weird. Cool. Yeah. Well, I probably didn't make any friends. I didn't really have any anyway, so it's not really that big of a deal. Um, but the the annoying part is today I'm just trying to double down and make sure. So I'm, I'm listening to a little bit of Taylor. Are Swift we not going to talk about hey. what your playlist was? Hey, on real talk. Well, that's, that's what I was just saying. I asked the girl uh, yesterday. She's a junior in high school. She I know she went to a Taylor Swift concert this summer, and I said. <laughs> Was it so good? She said it was the best three hours of her life. Those were like her exact words. That's so like she wild. loved it. Like it was the best. Which credit credit mm-hmm. to her for? I mean, what thirty five or forty songs or something like yeah, that's yeah. a lot of songs. And a lot of music to give Taylor credit to. I mean, she, she has like nailed those concerts. I mean, to go out there and sing and perform for that long for yeah. people, yeah, city after that's city, a show. It, you yeah. know, it takes a lot of work and, and so multiple nights in a row too. Yeah. Like there's yeah. there's not days in between, right? It's like one city. The next night, the same city. The next night, the same city. And then the next, the same. You, you know, know what I think y'all convinced me of? Maybe she's not overrated. I think she's overrated. I think so. I think, you know, not a great songwriter, maybe. Maybe what? had a couple a couple of good ones. The song, how many do you need? How many? Rick Astley had one. I know. That's, that's, what, that's, my, that's my point. You have one good song. That's all you need. I don't even... I don't know any Taylor Swift's new stuff. Mm. I know Dear John from way back in the day. <laughs> that was like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. But, you, again, you got you to gotta give her some respect. I don't have to. <laughs> well, then you're inconsistent. So I'll, I'll tell you this. Hunter saw What's my- better, Taylor Swift or Bacon? <laughs> <laughs> bacon. Oh, you kind of fumbled that for a second. <laughs> no, I laughed because it was not a contest. Uh, Hunter saw my playlist on Spotify, and it says this is Taylor Swift. I was doing some research to make sure yeah. that I didn't, you know. It's like I don't you hear think one she, song, you hear them all. You know what I mean? To be fair, too, I don't think she has a phenomenal voice. Mm-mm. I mean, when you put her, I mean, she's never going to win like vocalist of the year. Mm-mm. 
I don't think. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if she has. I should probably Google that real fast. <laughs> but in my opinion, it twice. I mean, when, and there's other people. That, I mean, throw a rock. I mean, anybody's got. I don't think her voice is great at all. The, her only appeal is her songwriting for people, and then her showmanship or whatever. But yeah. I mean, she you know Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey or yeah, no, you know for sure Christina Aguilera. Yeah, so anyways, that that's mine. Taylor Swift. And maybe maybe she deserves a little bit more respect. Maybe I should put some respect on that name. Uh, but I just don't. I just don't. And, you know, I don't know. Cool. Uh, here is an unpopular opinion that I think will, will let us kind of go into, into the serious topic I want to talk about today. Uh, I've heard this. Life is, is stressful now. It's going to get easier when I get to be an adult. Have you guys heard that being in youth ministry or anything? I, I, I do... Even my, my oldest son, I think he feels like if he can get past high school, life's going to get easier. And I keep telling him, like, life only gets more difficult and stressful the older you get. It doesn't get easier. You just learn to deal with it and manage it, hopefully, in a healthier way. Great. I'm glad you said that because I think I think that's kind of what our talk can be about tonight is um, or today or this podcast is how can we deal with stress? Because, because stress is prevalent, right? Like everybody deals with some things. And I think I think – Sometimes stress in our life may not always lead to anxiety, and, and I think there there could be some good forms of stress. But, um, but let's let's talk about that a little bit. How, how do we deal with stress in our life? Do you guys feel like your, your life is full of stress? I wouldn't say full, but I mean it's present, present, yeah, it's but hard maybe to not avoid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On a day to day basis, I, I usually stress out about something for sure. Well, I think, too, that just the nature of, like, being responsible for, like, a wife or kids or, like, just the family or provision or work or whatever you've been entrusted with. I think at some level just carrying the weight and responsibility of that comes with a certain level of stress. And I think that's life, like you said. I think there is a way for that to be overwhelming and it can transform into really unhealthy stuff. But I think just life in general, there's stressors that we experience on a day-to-day basis for sure. Yeah, I mean, I know some people kind of allow that stress to to dictate their attitudes um you know some people will, will take the stress in their life and it can make them physically ill like they're in just kind of this overbearing time in their life where they feel like they're pressed on every side and are, are not not able to really physically handle things the right way um and so um I, I think i think kind of what you said is just like how do we how do we deal with that what do we do how, how can we take the stress that's there we can't avoid it what do we do about it? I th- so I think it's a very complex conversation. I think part of it too deals with some of our preconceived notions. I think some people will like will compartmentalize their life. So you kind of have your physical body and the physical life on one kind of side. You have maybe like your mental emotional state on another, and then maybe if you're a believer, you have a spiritual side and. I don't know if we separate those or what, but I firmly believe that they're all um, you like intimately intertwined. And like my physical life has an influence on my spiritual life, which has an influence on my mental life, and all all the way around. Right? It's like a web of interconnectedness. And so, like when I'm thinking about stress, and I'm thinking about anxiety, I'm thinking about um, dealing with those things. I think there's a component for all of those things that I don't think you can neglect your physical life and not expect that to influence your mental and spiritual state especially when it comes to, like stress and anxiety now do you feel like stress and anxiety are interchangeable or do you feel like maybe they're codependent on each other i feel like 
so I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like an expert. I feel like the bad version of stress manifests as anxiety. Is what, how I've experienced it and what I tend to see. Like they're, I think they're closely related. But just because you have stress, I don't think you have to be anxious. But when people tend to be overly stressed, we tend to get overly anxious as well. So it's almost like a symptom or at least a, a close relative of them. Um, and so, like for me, like on the practical side. Uh, I try to do simple things like drink enough water, get enough sleep, and eat a proper amount of food. Try to exercise five to six times a week. Try to take a day off every week. Like Those are all kind of physical things that I'm in control of. And when I do those things, I feel better uh, mentally, spiritually, physically. Uh, but that, I think, especially like the working out five times a week, six times a week, that tends to be a very natural anti-stressor and an antidepressant. And so I think there's a huge physical side of it that I think some people wouldn't neglect that and and put that on the back burner because there's so much other stuff going on over here. But to put the physical to the side and to do simple things like not hydrate properly, then your brain doesn't function properly. And then you're not making good decisions or you can't think clearly or you get lazy or then you can justify something else because you're weak. Like it has all these ramifications. And so like the physical side, I think is extremely important when we're dealing with this whole idea of like stress, anxiety and and the busyness of life. I know for me, I don't always equate it with that right like it's it's like oh i have all these things and maybe maybe the stress is caused um financially maybe maybe it's relationally you know whatever i think there are various aspects of all of our lives and and my first thought isn't always i need to make sure i'm taking care of myself yep but you're right Mm -hmm. like if you're not taking care of yourself you you don't see things clearly and and maybe maybe you're not thinking clearly and you don't go to scripture you don't go to jesus you know what i'm saying um so that's a really great a great just like think of it all the way through though too like when you make good decisions, it it jacks with your mind in a very positive way. And when you make consistent good decisions that honor God and they're in line with who you know God's called you to be, it makes you want to continue making those good decisions. And so, like, to make some really good practical decisions can really be a thing that motivates you and kind of kickstarts you and gets you into gear. And, and that can, like, snowball and, and gain momentum on itself. Um, at the same time, though, it's like, if you're properly rested and you're fueling your body properly, like you have the energy that you need to do all the things that, that you need to do, but also you tend to want to do the things that you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so like it, it's changing your motivation, it's changing your outlook, it's changing the way you see things. I think you are more mentally like cognitive and you're more alert and you're more sharp and you're more in tune because you're kind of taking care of your body and making sure you have what it needs right and so and we haven't even talked about the mental or the or the spiritual side of it which i think are just as or more important than the physical side i just think the physical side gets neglected a lot in this conversation um a throwback to a conversation that we had a few podcasts ago one thing that i do to minimize stress uh is getting good at saying no to things uh and so just not over committing myself uh i do think uh, that we are wired by God uh, to do important things and things that matter. Uh, and so with that automatically comes some stress. Uh, I think just inherently, if you're doing something that's worthwhile, there's going to be like, you know, pressure points and, and rubs and things like that. Um, and I think God has called us to that. I think, you know, if we, I mean, if we're living life as bums, right, and we're just not doing anything to make a difference for the kingdom of God at all, I mean, we could probably have very low stress, but we're also not making a difference anywhere. And so I do think God has called us to do hard things. 
but we also have to kind of prioritize and like pray through what exactly God has called us to do and how we need to invest our time. Uh, I think some people get stressed out because they just overcommit to things and they have so much going on uh, that it's hard to kind of juggle all that and do a great job at all of it. And so uh, we're all married. We've all got kids. Um, you know, there's, there's uh, you know, a level of responsibility there. Uh, but then also just kind of where we're pouring ourselves out for the kingdom uh, is naturally going to have stress attached to it. But we do have some say in uh, what we do commit to and, and how we fill up our schedule. And that could help out a lot when it comes to managing stress. Yeah, but I think it totally depends agree. a lot about our about our values. What I mean, like what do we see ourselves in the world? What, I mean, are we worried about what the world's uh, – what am I trying to say? Who knows? Like trying to live up to yeah. the world's standards. Yeah, yeah. Like, your own are we worried yeah. about what we look like? Are we worried about yeah. – you know how how the community is going to see us. Um, yeah. You know if we're stressed out and worried about that, I mean our our whole compass yeah. is going to be off. You know, um, but you know that's where you just got to take a step back and be mindful, be prayerful, um, and just think about it in a kingdom mindset as opposed to you know, what's the world going to think of me. You know, as opposed to I think too that there's a whole conversation too about um, how you think. And so, like, Romans 12 says that you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, like, and we know that that's through Scripture and the Holy Spirit's presence and through living the life God's called us to live, right? Like, He renews our minds so that we actually think the thoughts He wants us to think. I think along with, like, there's a whole physical aspect where you can do some things to help work on your stress. I think you can for sure say no to things and, like, really put boundaries in your life. I think, too, some people, um, they're so in their mind and their mind is running crazy and they're not they're not thinking about what they're thinking and so their thinking can really be one of the biggest causes of stress and anxiety and a lot of that comes out is they just play these ridiculous scenarios out in their head that are never going to happen I was going to say I feel attacked right until that last <laughs> yeah. part so I do get in my head way too much we yes. do know somebody yes. uh, that uh, does carry out these worst yeah. case scenarios love you mom uh, okay so <laughs> what I'm saying is <laughs> no but but I think that's a thing and I think that's what there's a passage that talks about taking every thought captive making you obedient to Christ yes correct there's, there's the verse in Romans about renewing your mind like it really matters what you think about yourself and about God and the world like and it matters you talk to yourself more than anybody else does and so if you're talking negative and you have all these wrong things that you're thinking you're dwelling on them uh as a man thinketh so he is like it like your thoughts really influence the kind of person you are the way you see the world um and so like your thought patterns matter and so if you're dealing with stress and anxiety you got to be mindful about what you're thinking about um because sometimes it's your own mind and your own thoughts that really are kind of handicapping you and your life and, and your stress and anxieties through the roof and because your mind's out of control. Well, there's so much stress that comes from stuff that's out of our control. Yeah. I mean, like there, you just can't do anything about it. And if it's something that, you know, the outcome was different than what you thought, maybe that, that's a, a sign that God didn't want, you know, whatever it was to go the way you thought it was going to be. I mean, I think there's a lot of times we just get stuck in our own head because it's— yeah, and I think there's this inclination to live a completely stress-free life, right? Stress-free is the way to be, but realistically, it ain't happening, no. you know? No. Um, and, and even you look at Scripture and you look at James where he says, like, like the trying of your faith is works patient. Like, like it, it grows you. Yeah. 
You know, is that, did I get it wrong? Close enough. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like. Yeah, you're right. You're good. Yeah. Perseverance, patience, whatever. I'm, I'm kind of in between KJ. It's the Josh Law's version. Yeah. It's all right, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going straight between Twix, yeah, dude. That's the message. You're going to Twix. got it. A rock and a hard spot. What I'm trying to say is that, you know, you're able to take that stress, and if you don't view it as something always so negative, yeah, it's, it's not ideal. But, like, it can lead you into growth and into developing who God wants you to be. Like, I think we live in a culture, we just want to avoid all the hard things. Yep. That's true. Mm-hmm. And that's unhealthy. Yep. yep. And so we need to you know, figure out how to cope with it, how to, how to handle so it. The, ver- the famous verse in Philippians 4 is, uh, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Then he goes on to say, like, whatever is true, whatever is noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. He's talking about your mind. And I think one of the key phrases when we're talking about this whole idea of, like, especially with anxiety, because, I mean, stress and anxiety are different. Like, when you get to the anxiety part and your mind is, like, you're really struggling in your mind. I think this passage is really saying, Hey, take those things to God, right? Like God's big. He can handle it. But it says with Thanksgiving. And I heard Tim Keller talk about this before and it was brilliant. And he said, you're, you're praying these things to God and you're saying thanks in advance for whatever God does. Cause you know that whatever God does is right and good. And you want to be open handed and accept that. And so like, like, taking these things to God like consistently right and then I actually pray these these verses in Philippians 4 a lot like when especially my mind's going crazy I say God help me think on what is true what is lovely what is good what is excellent what is pure like help me actually think on those things I, I pray that scripture back to God but the more I study this, I think one of the key things is that Thanksgiving part, is being thankful in all things, thanking God in advance, trusting your will, um, trusting God's will above your will, and, and really just living a life of gratitude and thankfulness uh, back to the God who made us. I think if you're characterized by great, like by thankfulness, it's much harder to be characterized by anxiety at the same time, right? I think they're the opposite of each other. Yep. So I think that's the fight in my mind is like, I want to be anxious, but I want to be thankful. And so like, depending on if I'm in a good or bad spot, the other one tends to dictate my, my mind. Yeah, that's good. So we've, we've kind of already talked about um, kind of the physical aspect, what we can do to make sure that we're in the right frame of mind um, by, by taking care of ourselves. And then we, we talked about briefly, hey, think on these things. Have gratitude, knowing that you know that that you're you're going to be able to grow from this. How can we consider the the spiritual aspect of of this the stress? How how can we handle it? I mean, it, and it's all it's all holistically. You know what I'm saying? Like it all yeah, works holistically together. Holistically, it all and, works together. I think that like the the an, the answer to this question has to be rooted in scripture at some point. And so, like I, I think the answer would be like that you are renewing your mind with the word of God with the well, not just the word of God but with the truth of God because you can know what the Bible says but not walk in faith and and not really like live that truth out in your life and so when it says take every thought captive like you you want to be mindful of your thoughts that go against like who God's called you to be and and what God has said but you don't want to just take that captive and acknowledge that you want to replace it with the truth so like whatever you're struggling with whatever lie you're believing like you 
you want to take that thought captive and, and submit it to Christ and like confess that it's absolutely not true. That's not who you are. That's not how God sees you. But at the same time, you want to fill your mind with something that's true and good. And you want the word of God to dwell in you richly. Right. And so like if for whatever reason, maybe you're feeling the lie that, that you're not enough. Um, I heard a guy preach on this, uh, recently and he was talking about, you know, like, what, like, what if he's not enough? It's like this lie that's been creeping into his life, his, his whole life. At some level, it's true, right? Like, if I was enough, I wouldn't need Jesus. So at mm. some level, the, the, the enemy's even using something that's kind of true to cripple me. But the real truth is, like, man, I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Like, he's forgiven me, he knows me, he's set me free, and he's called me to live a certain life. Now, I have to live that life in the power of the Holy Spirit. But, like, I'm not enough in myself, but Christ's blood has covered me, so therefore I am God's child and I can live this life that he's called me to live. And I got to dwell on that and not the fact that, you know, I'm not enough or whatever lie the enemy wants to put at me. So you, you got to identify the lie, but you got to replace it with truth and cling to the scripture and then live in light of that scripture. You know, all of us here working, you know, youth or children's ministry or have in the past or currently do or whatever, but you know, you, you kind of grow up here and like, you need to pray and read your Bible. You hear it so many times uh, that it kind of just falls on deaf ears at this point. Like, yeah, I need to pray. But the reality is the older you get, the real, you realize how, how much of a necessity that stuff is. And it's, it's more than just a, a nice quip or a saying or whatever, but it really is the tools that God has given us to navigate the things of life. And I think along with everything that Josh has said that I completely agree with, you know, that prayer aspect is also a, a massive thing uh, you know, we always think some people just have a naturally robust prayer life. Uh, for other people, it doesn't come quite so easy. Uh, but we always think about prayer uh, as, okay, I'm, I'm going to ask God for something as opposed to kind of just unloading our burdens uh, and just going to God and, and you know, uh, just exalting God and putting it, him in his right position. Um, and yeah, confessing sin um, and, and kind of laying this stuff down at his feet and I mean, beyond what we're asking God to do for us, just the act of prayer and, and having that conversation with God uh, does something inside of us uh, and uh, just kind of changes the way we look at things and changes the way you see your circumstances. And um, it, it really, you know, it's not just about what God's going to do for us, but actually what it does to us and in us uh, as well that makes it so powerful, I think. Awesome. There's a lot of times where we just we store up all of our stresses and anxieties too, and don't we we don't pray about it, and we don't talk to you know a, a friend group or a you know a battle group or yeah, you know I'm one of a good one friend your, group man. Yeah. So if you, you know anybody, let me know. one of your key people, you know there, there's a lot of times where we just keep it stuck, uh, and we just kind of you know we get bogged down in it and and don't tell anybody, don't pray about it, and it just keeps on lingering and lingering, gets worse and worse. And and then we ask ourselves, why, you know, why am I still stuck in this rut? And you know, you look back and you're like, well, I didn't, I didn't do anything about it. You know, I didn't, I didn't give all these stresses and anxieties to God. I didn't, I didn't reach out to, a, to my pastor, to my, you know, to my friend group, to you know, get assistance to get out of this. But yeah, I think that's a huge piece uh, to it is just communicating it. I mean, just getting it off your chest. And you know, some people, some people are wired where they can you know, go on a walk and figure it out and knock it out, but. I think there's a lot of people you gotta you need some help to yeah. work through situations. So why do you why do you feel like maybe we don't do that very often? I feel like it's because I, I don't know. Just I know we have we have 
other listeners out there as well, but like as, as men, maybe we don't like to ask for help. Maybe it's it's a sign of weakness, or mm-hmm. maybe you just got to be vulnerable. And yeah, maybe it's the vulnerability thing. Maybe it's we don't know how to ask or who to ask, or we don't want to feel a burden. But do you guys feel like have, have you felt that way before? Like it's my problem. I should deal with it. You Absolutely. know what I mean? I walked to work because I didn't want to call Josh because <laughs> he didn't lose my keys. You know what I mean? Or well, we had a whole series about it, you know, a few months back, you know, the man yeah. podcast, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we're just too, we're too tough to, you know, talk about it. You know, we can figure it out on our own, you know. I was Maybe. trying to find this quote by Tim Keller. It's so good. And I have it written down in my office, but I don't know where it's at. But he basically says that, like basically scripture and prayer are like these two graces of God that he's given us and like scripture is like the wisdom of God and prayer is like the bucket that you draw the wisdom out with like how you just work interchangeably I wish I could have found it I'm sorry um, but going back to what you just said I think we have a hard time I think we're naturally prideful and so if you confess your failures that's like the opposite of pride, right? And so, like, there's something fighting us where we want to look awesome and we want to be awesome. And I think there's something in us where we want to be the hero, right? Yeah. And and that's like, we love superhero movies. Like, we want to be this hero. But the truth is, like, we're not the hero. Jesus is the hero. And I think that's very hard for us, especially in American churches where they try to make you the hero all the time and try to make you the focus of the scripture, but you're not. Like, God's the focus of the scripture. And so... Like this problem with confession and repentance is this is what Ray Ortland said, and I think it's so true. He said you can either be impressive or you can be um, known. Known, yeah. Like you can be honest. You can't be both. Because if you know all my junk, man, I, no matter what you think about me, like if you really know all my junk, like I'm a broken sinner who needs Jesus. Like I can talk about a bunch of stuff and maybe impress somebody, but like at the end of the day, I'm broken. I need Jesus. And like, and until we really learn learn that and then like accept the fact that the way to freedom is through confessing and repentance and being known until we actually step into that we really are kind of faking this whole thing in the first place that's really good really good you can be impressive or you can be known yes mm-hmm. that's powerful you can't be both um i did see a, a keller quote while i was kind of looking uh or just kind of prepping for uh this um, it was kind of, they had like a list of principles and this was principle number two. It says my, my anxiety reflects my view of God. That said, Tim, Tim Keller writes, worry is not believing God will get it right. And bitterness is believing God got it wrong. Dang. I was like, Ooh, like, that's just a punch in the gut. You know, <laughs> that's good. Well, as, as we think about wrapping this up, is there may, maybe some, practical things what how, how do you guys handle stress like like when you're feeling overly burdened and um is there, is there anything particularly that that you do maybe one thing that somebody can think okay may, maybe that can work for me we're talking about wrong answers only or <laughs> <laughs> how about getting on my phone yeah <laughs> this is a majority of time yeah so that my, does not my work. unhealthy ways are checking out through video games or social media or just being overly angry. The more angry I am, the more I, it shows, like, just kind of the state of my heart. Um, healthy ways, I think, for me are exercise and good, good like, food and conversation with good friends it tends to be really good for my soul. Um, also, when I actually take good days off and rest and, and refresh my soul, that tends to help a ton. Just kind of unplug and be present with my wife and kids and... Enjoy the day. Fridays are your kind of yeah. your day, right? Yeah, yeah, Saturday morning is kind of my 
reset time. You know, I go out front porch if the weather's nice, listen to a good podcast or some worship music, drink a cup of coffee. I mean, just kind of quiet. Just put the phone on, do not disturb. If you drive by the house, usually on Saturday morning, I'm sitting out on the front porch. I, I usually I'm do. Gonna drive, I'm gonna when I Saturday. run by, and I don't see you. What time? <laughs> Not at your time. <laughs> it's more like nine thirty. I've only Damn. ran by like once or yeah. twice. When I drive Those by, do you hear me honk every time. I love it, dude. Yeah, every every time single I drive time, by. <laughs> no Back matter the time or day. Yeah, Lauren will text me sometimes. Well, Josh just drove by. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've made it in life. That's awesome. I feel like I've I've got to I have to talk it out. I, th- I think that's a big thing with me. Like I can I can get in my head and I think you're right. Sometimes Josh comes to my office and goes, "Hey, I need to talk." And he just needs to like sometimes I don't need to say nothing. He just has a he needs to say it. That's good. And, and it's if good. I, if yeah. I say it to myself, I think typically I'll start I'll start believing whatever lie or whatever. And so so it, if if I'm tempted to do that, it, it's good for me to talk it out with somebody else who who has a presence of mind to say, "Think about it this way." And sometimes I'm not wrong or, yeah. or it's just a, a vent session to where I can I can hear what I'm saying but but just having that that avenue of hey I'm, I'm stressed with this I need somebody to hear me I need some advice um, that that's kind of my main thing like if, if I internalize it things ain't gonna go well um, and so for for me my, my most practical thing is find someone who'll listen to you uh, who, who you can take their criticism and you value their opinion what I found too is something that helps me like kind of get through the busyness or the craziness of a certain season is having something to look forward to later. Mm-hmm. Like um, we're going to Colorado in a few weeks. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we're gonna see, I'm gonna see Turnpike Troubadours in December. I'm really looking forward to that because I've never seen them live. Popular opinion: they are not overrated. Yeah, they're yeah. they're amazing, yeah. and their new phenomenal. CD is phenomenal. So good. good word. So, but like I think for me, having something to look forward to. And like I love Thanksgiving. Like we're going to some really cool parts of this of the year. Like deer hunting is is typically super relaxing for me. So like for me, like it's kind of setting up as much as I'm able uh, my life to where I'm looking forward to something fairly. And it doesn't have to be huge, um, but that tends to help me to just kind of say, okay, I can. I know I got to grind this out for the next few weeks, but then there we're, there's some cool stuff coming. I think kind of going back to what you said communicating i think when you're younger stresses you can most of the time kind of figure them out and work through them by yourself but as you get older you you need some assistance you need help from older wiser people that's why i hang out with you old farts <laughs> we're in our old 40s dude farts. yeah y'all are old are i'm you, still in my 20s 40? dude i'm 39 i'm still in my, oh, i'm so 29 close. almost at 28 dude for 30 29. we gotta get the six flags Oh, I could big three O baby. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. How many rides do you think you could ride? <laughs> oh, <laughs> mini mine train. <laughs> <laughs> Which whichever ones sick. don't have stairs. Uh, <laughs> I can make it up four stairs, but I can't make it up the rest. Uh, it's so funny. Oh my gosh, I'm belly laughing. <laughs> we can just take Carter, leave Hunter here. <laughs> uh, I'm not. Well, interested. there and there goes Josh again, interrupting my. Yeah, thought. he did. Dude. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's done. That wasn't me. That was him. I uh, started. It was kind of you. Yeah. But no, that, that yeah, whatever. Finish, finish your thought. I don't even know where I was. As we get older, it, we need we need help from older, wiser people to work through situations as they get more complex. Yeah, hey, I, f- I feel like we've had good conversation. Maybe it's maybe it's a setting the ambiance, the little <laughs> citronella candle to ward off the evil mosquitoes, or maybe it's Hunter's new patio. I don't know, but I've had a great time. 
hey, thanks. Thanks for your time. I appreciate you guys and uh, appreciate our listeners. Hopefully, you've been blessed. You've been educated. And you've had a good time. For a year. For one one whole year. I've done a lot of things, but I've never succeeded at it. <laughs> <laughs> we going. Hey, we're, yeah, we're a year in, man. That's so cool. So cool. Uh, this is the point where I feel like now I want to... I'm going to promote the podcast. I'm going to tell people about it. I haven't told anybody besides my family and a couple of close friends just to kind of get their feedback, and it's been it's been mostly positive. Great conversation. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, can't wait to hear episode 13 in about a month. God bless you all. Well, good night, San Diego.